I'm already drinking a cocktail for tonight. Is it good? Yeah. Did you use good hard cider? No. Because I'm a baby. I'm trying to consume a little less alcohol. So we listen. This is I called am too, <laughs> but I force myself to drink these because of our podcast. So if you get to pussy out, then I get to pussy out. But you it's have called... to tell me when you're pussying out so that I can plan to pussy no, out. No, I too. don't. No, I yes, don't. Yes, you do. You it's owe me that. Called lower proof cocktails. Okay, it's a thing now. It's a trend. <gasps> I have seen them on the menus at places in Salt Lake City before we moved. Well, I'm only so. doing virgin cocktails from here on out. I'm also born again virgin, so like virgins everywhere. You are not. I am too. Might as well be. (laughs) Good. How long's it been since you um colored? (laughs) Michaela likes to color with crayons inside the lines and outside the lines. How long has it been? (laughs) She's counting. June. Um, Oh, it hasn't been that long. Maybe May. It's fine. You're fine. You got this. It's not bad. No. Mm-mm. Oh, well, okay. May is but not great, but June is fine. <laughs> May, I, it might be May. Oh, rats. Um, well, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. I didn't need to do that. Well, uh, you know, you have 90 days until the end of the year, so you could you could <gasps> figure something out. I yeah. think that's the goal. You're back on Bumble and Hinge? Yes. All right. It is a... Shit show. I've already been bailed on once. <laughs> boys suck. I also hate boys. They're so stupid. So. Yeah. Hate men, hate women. Hate men, hate women. So that's fine as long as you're equal about it. Yeah, right? Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Should we try to do... You know what? We're going to try to do the intro with no notes. No notes. Let's see if we okay. can do it. Just as a what fun game. What do you mean we? <laughs> well, here we go. Are you going to Are you gonna start it off? And I can... I'm- I can't. I mean, you can it. say your you can say your first name. Oh, are you gonna do it? I can try. Okay. What's up, guys? I'm Michaela, and I'm Mariah, and welcome to It Burns in a Good Way, the podcast, a podcast where we talk about all the things that burn in a good way, things like student loans, working out, and the things we do to dole the pain. Join us here every week where we talk about the things that matter, the things that don't, and everything in between. Woo! Woo! I did it. Ladies and gentlemen. Gentle humans. Thank you. Snaps. Um, Listen, this is episode 13. Lucky, 13. lucky number 13. And I'm proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, I think the beginning was a little bit rocky. I don't really remember if that's exactly what we're supposed to say, but no, Michaela has a thousand times better than I did or I would have. No, you would have crushed it. Thanks. Um, Michaela has red hair. You can't see us because we've done a shitty job of posting on our Instagram, but Michaela's hair is red. Strawberry blonde. Yeah. Y'all we play in something super special that you will get (gasps) to hear about. I don't know when we're going to announce it like thanksgiving That's such a, oh yeah maybe we're gonna have to start working on that too i know i was just thinking about that we can discuss that off camera offline, offline. but mm-hmm. um yeah we have something really fun coming um so, so tell cute. your friends because <laughs> we'd love for more people to hear it <laughs> oh. yeah 
that's like the point. <laughs> It'd be cool. It'd be cool if we could um, grow this tiny family. Cause right now it's just literally the people who like us in real life. And that's yeah. it. So. I'm and you know what? Tr- tried this. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Try it. Okay. Yeah. So we're drinking this um, interesting cocktail called a tender knob, which is just a funny thing. I feel like we're trying to make this episode nice and quirky because the main topic is not at all quirky. <laughs> I think that like, I don't know anything about this topic and I don't know what I'm going to mm. say. So I'm like avoiding, you know what we might just, we might just talk about whatever the fuck we want. It's our podcast. And we'll just put the information that is the title of this podcast in the podcast so you can get the information uh, but it may not be the central focus we may talk about lots of other things because we haven't done that we haven't had a stream of consciousness episode since our bonus episode i think that this should be like a just a shit show and like we touch on student loans mm. but i'm into it because okay. we're drinking a tender knob which is bourbon my friends yeah um and i, again, I you think probably heard mine's like whiskey it's the same uh, here's thing. the thing like is bourbon wondering... the same thing as whiskey no it's different what like it's in the same family god damn it we should not have an alcohol themed podcast bourbon is yeah. whiskey bourbon whiskey but whiskey is um, not bartender all, bartender bourbon. al come here please i'm trying Whis- to get my all future wife to not come here bourbon though whiskey's not always bourbon is that you just said Mm-hmm. yes you oh she had her earphones in that's why she couldn't hear me come here please oh, that's why she was ignoring us Got do it. you know the difference between bourbon and whiskey because i thought they were the same thing no it's it's something I'm... no sorry oh, guys I, oh i can um, hear her but that's i don't know for sure but it's there. yeah it's about the amount of corn that's in it um okay so and i think the and they're different that it's in yeah so yeah okay so michaela said she said they're different michaela said bourbon is a whiskey but not all whiskey is bourbon correct correct whiskey yeah, can also be like, what you can have like a rye whiskey or okay so what am i drinking <laughs> bourbon i'm drinking bourbon which is what the recipe was so you did good except you didn't do the hard cider no i didn't i cheated so what's in a tender knob okay bye thank you very much i love thank you, you al <laughs> thank you al for your uh quick little visit okay your so we're expertise. drinking a tender knob Okay. It's a fall themed drink with apples, bourbon, hard apple cider, agave nectar, cinnamon, and an apple slice as a garnish. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm cheating in multiple ways. And here's how I'll tell you why. Okay. So it says Granny Smith or Fuji apple. I used a honey crisp. It says Knob Creek <sighs> bourbon. I used Chicago Cubs themed Jim Beam. <laughs> Oh my god um it says hard apple cider i used non-hard apple cider virgin apple cider it says agave nectar we do have agave nectar but instead we chose raw honey that just was spun yesterday on al's sister's farm sick incredible we did use cinnamon and an apple slice but four, <laughs> you got that right <laughs> four of the six things i did not follow exactly correctly and you know what it tastes damn good so i don't care well, I'm done drinking alcohol on this podcast. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> I quit. She quits. This <laughs> podcast is now just me. So, just I'm me out. drinking alone in I my house. Walk out. <laughs> no. Um, and also, I hate bourbon. So it's supposed to be one and a half ounces. I'm sure it's like three quarters of an ounce. Maybe one. But I, I'm trying to like bourbon. And here's the thing. If this is just an episode where we talk about whatever the hell we want, I might get to drink number two and then maybe i'll make i'll make me a full one and we'll see if i can drink that 
after I've had a chill one. But do you like do you like what you have right now? Nah. Yeah. It tastes pretty good, but it also doesn't have nearly enough bourbon. Like I think if it had the actual amount of bourbon, yeah, I probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> I think you should just continue like if you want to try to start liking it, you should just continue to drink like whiskey drinks, but with mm-hmm. like light whiskey mm-hmm. and then slowly over time add a little bit more. College like just me. get used to the flavor. Yeah. College me really liked whiskey sours. Um Classic. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Um I got sick a lot. Oh well, yeah. And then and then I stopped drinking. Got those. it. And yeah, I yeah, became yeah. an adult who drinks gin and tonic like an 80-year-old. Yeah. You just like jumped, yeah. skipped your like Yeah. And you know, I feel like ages. I'm coming I'm coming back around to tequila a little bit because I used to get sick off of tequila a lot, so I couldn't really drink it. I had to like drink other things first and then I could drink tequila. Now mm-hmm. I'm kind of coming back around. We've been having like some more tequila drinks and I'm not hating it. Yeah. Um, so how are you liking it with your hard cider? You followed the good. rules it's, more than I did. It's very tart. I used a oh. different, um, I didn't use bourbon because we didn't have any in the house. and I didn't mm-hmm. feel like going to the liquor store. Yeah. Um, but we have, my roommate has, he's really into whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he has a couple different types of whiskey. Nice. And I hope he never listens to this because I used some of his whiskey, <laughs> which he would be fine with. Like, that's yeah. not like the problem. The problem is, is that his whiskey is nice and it's meant um, for like sipping and not mm-hmm. meant for like mixed drinks. I don't know how it would taste different if it was a bourbon because this is mm-hmm. a single malt whiskey. Okay. I, I don't know what that is. Me like, either. I know that it's not bourbon, but um, it's very tart. Mm-hmm. You know what? I like it. I also didn't measure. Like I was like, mm. <laughs> just throw it all in. So we I... should have Boy Ryan on the podcast because he likes whiskey and bourbon, and he could tell us all the things. That'd be really fun. I would love that. Okay, well, oh, I'll ask him. Also, mm-hmm. I um, you know, we didn't also like. I didn't think about this. Mm. Um, next week I'm going to France, which I is know. like wild. <laughs> like it's so fun. So now, so like fun. yesterday, I was like, oh mm-hmm. shit, like. Yeah. What do I need to do? What day do you leave? Monday. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. A week from today. Woohoo. Yeah. So it's wild. Mm-hmm. And, but last night I was like, my plan. So I'm going to be in Paris. So I'm going to be working for part of it, but I'm going to mm-hmm. be in Paris for four days, like on my own. And so I was like toying with the idea of not planning anything at all and just mm-hmm. showing up and just like doing like whatever. Yeah. Um, that kind of has changed. So I am going to two different like wine tastings because I was like, there if there is anything that like I do want to do in France, it's to go to a wine tasting. Yeah. Like you could do that here, but like it's not the same. No. Um, so I'm going to a wine tasting and it's I'm excited because it's kind of like a class and they mm-hmm. like teach you like the fundamentals of like how it all works mm-hmm. and then the second i'm going to a second one but this is like where they go and like they're gonna pick me up at like 7 a.m and we're gonna drive to the champagne region and we're doing a champagne tour and tasting Fun. so we're touring the vineyards and we're touring like different like champagne places uh-huh yeah yeah yeah. And I'll learn a lot. Yes. Really. Take notes. <laughs> Starting at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and just drinking champagne literally all day. Mm. And they're going to feed us like a lunch and like pair the champagne with lunch. So all of this to say is that I will be taking notes and we could do, I could come back and do like a pretend expertise wine episode. Yes, please. Yay. Yes, please. Perfect. Okay. So that's wonderful. And yes, Al and I will be doing um, a solo episode. I'm so Next excited week. for that. I can't wait to hear it. I know. It's going to be a surprise. I'm not going to tell you. Um, we may really? or may not. Yeah. Nope. We you may or may know. not. You haven't decided. Uh, we may why. or may not have a surprise guest and that will depend on what we're doing. <laughs> so oh my gosh. we'll see what happens. Um, they have not been on the podcast before. So. Okay. So we'll that see what happens. leaves out Ryan. Yeah. It's not Ryan. <laughs> so um, we'll see what happens. But that is going to happen next week while you're gone. And then it'll be Halloween already, which is so exciting because I can't yeah. wait to talk about Halloween. Um, Everyone on our street is decorating already and it's so cute. Oh I love God, living in a neighborhood. Neighbor? It's so great. Neighborhood mm-hmm. is like the perfect neighborhood for, yeah. for Halloween. Yeah, it's so cute. And so everyone has freaking pumpkins and we got pumpkins even though the bushes are kind of high so you can't really see them. And yeah, we got Aww. fresh. we got fresh honey yesterday. We got fresh eggs. We got homemade mac and cheese and we got pumpkins that accidentally grew in their garden that they didn't mean to plant and they ended up with like 12 pumpkins so we got pumpkins too which is wild and you know what it made me kind of want to live on a farm even though I know that's probably not gonna happen because I actually wouldn't in theory unless that farm was like 10 minutes from a target every time I go to target and like I like plan out my timing of the day I always think of you yeah you should I love target I so I think it. about how long it takes me to drive there. And I'm like, <laughs> it's in my Ryan blood, I think. Could live I could live I could live where you live. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes when you need to feel like you're at home, you just go to a Target. A Target. Yeah. It's the most comforting thing you could probably ever do for yourself is go to Target. Yeah. If you're having a bad day. I go to Target probably every other week. Yeah. We try not to go as often. And honestly, it's been helpful to not have a car because then I can't go by myself yeah. when Al's not here. But you know what? It is it is great. And so I don't even know how we got on. Oh, yeah. The farm. I was like, how did we get on the subject? Oh, of yeah. <laughs> but um, no. So I think like it was so fun. And I think eventually when we're a little older, we will move somewhere where we'll have a little bit of land because I would like to have like chickens and stuff. But I still want it to be in a suburban-ish area. Um, where it's not super far from stuff. Yeah, you can definitely have like a big like land that's mm-hmm. like in the city. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, especially if we so do end fun. up going to like North Michigan and and things like that. Yeah. There'll be a lot of really fun areas for that, and it is really nice to like go over there and be like, oh my gosh, you have they have a beehive and they have chickens and they have a beautiful dog and a wonderful garden with all different kinds of stuff, and it's just a fun place to go. So I have to say that like I can't see you and Al gardening. Like at that one is not me. Hard picture. <laughs> I think okay. Al will garden. Um, okay, yeah, I could see Al doing it. I would <laughs> like to have a garden, but actually gardening, probably not. Yeah. But yeah. I do I like the chickens. The chickens are fun. We hang out. Um, we do we one of them is our chicken. It's not really, but we named her. Yeah. Her name is Lady, and she's the interesting one, and she is very chatty. Um, and so we always check in on our chicken when we go to their house and of course. visit with yes. them. And so that yes. is fun. And I would like, like, I'd love for Wyatt and like our future dogs to like have a yard. And I would like, like, it's nice to have a porch and like go outside and 
sip coffee and like it is quiet which is cool um but yeah the actual gardening and honestly I feel like I would like the flowers more like I'd want flowers and stuff flowers um, yeah flowers I could do the the planting of the the seeds and stuff probably not as much but I love flowers and plants so you know you'll appreciate the garden oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. I would like to have one but being the sole owner of the garden, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust myself enough. It's also hard. It is hard. It's a yeah. lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot so, of work. And you have to like really understand like what you're doing, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. with whatever like zone you're in and yeah. when to plant what plant, because some plants do better in certain yeah. times of year and that kind of thing. Yeah. So and Al has a green thumb. I don't really. Well, I'm excited for your future garden. Thank you. Thank you. But yes, I don't know. I I feel like we should maybe give the information we said we were going to give and then go back to talking about nothingness. Okay. We never burned though. Oh, shoot. I know. We're like in deep. I like that. Um, should we? Okay. So do we want to burn? And then we want to talk about the subject of the I day? Or should burn. we talk about the subject and then burn? Oh, should we change it up and, and do burn Let's last? Do Let's do okay. burn last. Because why not? And then that'll give us Whoa. more things to talk about. So. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to give you like a five minute spiel about loan forgiveness. Because if you're in our age group and you have student loans and you are eligible, you should know this information. And we think it's really important that you take ownership of your financial health. And so we're going to talk about debt relief. Yeah. (laughs) Woo. Wow. So fun. Stick with us for five minutes. Here we go. Okay. So I got an email the other day about it and it was like the most. Where do you have the email from? Yeah. Okay. So you, this is a smart thing for everyone to know. You can sign up for email updates on the U.S. Department of Education website. Okay. So if you go to the U.S. Department of Education website and I literally, I think it's like ed.gov or something like that. It's a super easy (laughs) website. Um, If you go there and you sign up for emails, it even lets you select the types of emails that you want to receive. So I only selected that I want to get emails about student loan forgiveness. So if you go to the website and do that, then you'll start getting emails about the student debt relief plan. So I got one on the 29th of September just to like update everyone. And the first (laughs) thing I want to say is that there's nothing for you to do right exactly now. People are like really concerned because October is supposed to be the month when stuff's coming out. And that's still the plan. Go ahead. Also, today is October 3rd when we're filming Mm -hmm. this. So by the time this comes out, something may have changed, which is why you should... Get on the emails. emails. Yes. And get on the U.S. Department of Education website. Things will be posted. I'm assuming they'll talk about it on the news as well, but you want to take ownership again and make sure you know. Um, So this email came out on September 29th. It is October 3rd. There haven't been any updates yet. But the idea is in October, the Department of Education will be launching a really short online application for you to find out your eligibility for student debt relief and to basically tell the government that you want that debt relief. Um, if you already are on a um, like income-driven repayment plan, most likely the government already has your income reported. And so you may not need to do the survey, but they're encouraging everyone to do it 
anyways, just in case the government already doesn't know how much money you make a year. Mm -hmm. So the people who are eligible just off the top of like the, the most broad is if you're an individual person, so you file your taxes individually and you make less than $125,000 a year, or if you file jointly and your household makes less than $250,000 a year, then you will get debt relief. Also, if you are a dependent student, so if you're a college student currently or a grad student um, and you are dependent on your parents, so they claim you as a dependent on their taxes, it's based on your parents' income, not yours. Yeah. So just be kind mindful of, of that. It does. If you have received a Pell Grant in college, if you go online, you should be able to find out whether you have a Pell Grant. You are eligible for up to $20,000 in debt relief. If you did not get a Pell Grant, you're up to $10,000 in debt relief. So knowing all of that, no matter what, you should just go online to the Department of Education and, and take the short online application. As of today, October 3rd, it is not available yet. The plan is that it will be available by the end of the month. So by October 31st, it will be up there. Once you submit your application, the government reviews it. The Department of Education reviews it. They determine your eligibility and they work directly with your loan servicer to process the relief. If they need you for anything, they will reach out to you. So make sure you give them a, an adequate email address so that they can reach out to you. Um, so right now, again, there's nothing to do. But if you haven't signed up for emails from Department of Education, you should do that because they will email. If you're on the email list, you will get an email when the sign up period for the relief opens. Um, you have like the application period is long. So you can continue to do this all the way through December of next year, 2023. Mm, nice. But if you want it to kick in before you have to restart paying loans, January 1, 2023, mm. you want to get your application done as early as possible. Because the goal is anyone who files or fills out this survey super early, like in October and November, the goal would be that their relief would kick in so that their new balance would be there before they, they started repaying in January. Yeah. Sick. That was super helpful. Thank you yeah. so much. You're welcome. Um, I have a question. Totally. Because you're now the in-house expert on this. <laughs> mm. I now work for the Department of Education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Student Loan Forgiveness Office. Sucks. Mariah speaking. Um, do you know if like, so I have a loan out for my current mm -hmm. master's program. Mm -hmm. Does that count? Yeah. I believe so. Like I took the loan out email. earlier in the year. Mm -hmm. I think so. Shut up. I mean, do you have do you have other do you have other loans? So I have here's every here's my information for everybody. Yeah. I have I I lived at home for a lot of college, mm -hmm. so I only took out a little loan my freshman nice. year, and so I'm like privileged, blessed, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I only have a $5,000 loan nice. that I had to pay. Mm -hmm. By the way, I did, I worked like three jobs throughout college and like, yeah, I paid for college myself anyway. So I have that $5,000 loan. Mm -hmm. So this should get rid of that. But then I also have, yeah. I, I also have a loan for this master's program. Yeah. Um, That's more than that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm trying to see if, if it will, if it depends on the 
date? The cut. The question I yeah, that's the question I. Or if you like, like current loans took out a loan and didn't graduate. Like I don't think that they would follow that. We're it it doesn't matter. I mean, even yeah, no, that that. doesn't matter. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Um, so that's something that I should Google. Yeah, Google that because I actually don't know. Oh, as long so this one from two days ago, um, on a uh, frequently asked questions page, it says even if you never finished your degree or you're still in school, you can still qualify as long as the loans were distur- dispersed by June thirtieth of this year. So did you Shut get the loans before June thirtieth this year? Yes. Then I yes, they did. will be forgiven. Yes. So it's only up to ten. So if you took out more. That it'd be the mm-hmm. other five or however much you have. It's a yes. Balance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that frequently asked questions page says, yes, I would just triple check, but absolutely apply anyway to make sure. Um, the only thing good. I know, I think for sure, is that if you already paid your loans off this year, they won't reimburse you. That's That was my other question because mm-hmm. I have like chipped away at that. that um, but here's the thing. If you paid during the time where you didn't have to pay because of COVID- not. Then you you can argue for that. Oh, okay. Because I was okay. thinking about that That's because nice. I have been paying I have been paying my interest on just one loan. Yeah. For my master's degree for the last like seven years, and apparently during that COVID time I can get that money back, but like it's not nice. very much because it's just the interest. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. So I might look into that, but other than that, yeah. Wow, this is wild. Yeah. So there's the information of that. Um, like I said, the most important piece of information that I can pretty much give to anyone is sign up for emails on the US Department of Education yeah. website. Where so you know do what you're supposed you do to do that. Um, I was just on the homepage. Uh-huh. Um this is poorly designed. If they see. they don't have any call to actions. There should be just like a... Oh, subscribe to email updates. Yeah, there it is. All right. You have to scroll all the way down to the bottom mm. in the footer. Oh, I see it. Mm-hmm. About us. Yep. That was way too much work, but... Yeah. And then mine mine gave me preferences. Like I put the email address in and then it said... Yeah, there's a lot of check boxes that Perfect. I can choose from. I yeah. literally, I think I just picked student loan for Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and then you'll be able to get all the info, which is just wonderful. So make sure you do that what? because it's really important. How do you feel about this? Like, I happening? feel great about it, um, yeah. mostly because I am a person who does have a decent amount of student loans. Um, as a person who went to college and then got a master's degree and a PhD in mm-hmm. two fairly expensive cities, um, mm-hmm. I it was a struggle to live sometimes. And I had to take out loans and, um, you know, and I will say this, I'm pretty sure based on the research I've done that I technically have less than the average person in the country. Maybe, um, Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the like latest averages are or like the typical person. And I have basically the same amount as like anyone who would graduate from a four-year university. So it's really cool that I've been in school for (gasps) 10 years and only had like the equivalent to the four-year person. And of course, just like you, like I'm super privileged. My parents did help where they could, yeah. but I mean, I was paying car payments and rent and all that stuff on my own for a long time. And so I do have, have quite a bit and it will help a little, 
which is great. Yeah. You know, like, and I will take what I can get. Um, and I'm grateful for it. I I'm, I'm almost in the camp of like, I wish we got more and mm-hmm. I almost wish that it was like, I, I don't necessarily want to say this, but like almost more tiered based on income. Like we got yeah. more, like if 50,000 was the cap and then it was based on like where you fit, you know, as far as income goes, like more income driven. Um, because I also know like there's a lot of people out there who have like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and they make over 125, but it still makes it absolutely unlivable for them because they're paying like six grand a month in student loan repayments, yeah. you know? So I, I understand it's all relative. It Like, is this a stupid idea? I'm sure there's a lot of holes in this idea of doing a percentage of your mm-hmm. debt. So like yes. I, before my master's, I only had $5,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which isn't like huge, right. like it wasn't ruining my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so if like they just paid like 20% of your right. debt, then that would bring it down a little bit for me, mm-hmm. but that would also bring it down quite a, a bit for the people who have the hundred thousand dollars in debt. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that would be awesome. Yeah. But, I like that idea. You know, there's, I'm sure there's, there's so much behind it. I know. Um, I'm not smart enough to figure that out. Or I guess I, I'm not as well versed. I wouldn't say I'm not smart enough. I would just say like, I don't know enough yeah. about uh, it. I was like, so I had a friend and she, I think this kind of shows you kind of like, it kind of is a game that has been played. I think that a lot of people have done where like, this was years and years ago. She has um, some some amount of debt, some student loan debt and we were talking about money and she was like, oh, I only ever pay the minimum for that. And like, I never, ever, ever try to do more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but interest and blah, blah, blah. And, and she was like, no, I'm banking for some, like a Democrat to get into office and, and forgive my student loans. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, interesting. And I thought about it more and I was like, you know what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey. So I kind of started doing the same. And again, like I was, I'm in a different position with a smaller amount of debt, but um, yeah. she did that specifically because she was like, I think that someday, then again, this was years and years ago. Yeah. She was like, I think someday we will have a president that will forgive student loan debt. Yeah. And so like, why am I going to work really hard to try to get rid of it when right. I, I'm, I'm thinking that this could happen. And she was like, you know what, if it doesn't happen, then it doesn't happen. Like, right. But like, why would you waste, why would you spend so much time being debt-free? Especially when our generation, so many of us are never going to be debt-free. Yeah. It's like not uh, a realistic like, goal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she yeah. has a good amount. Um, I was also, when this all, all of this came out, um, I was texting my, this is also an interesting concept too, of like mm-hmm. what like field you went into and mm-hmm. whether like you had a choice to go to school or not and that kind of thing. And I think there are a lot of people who chose to not go to school who are upset about this decision. And I, yeah. I see, I definitely see that. Um, but I have a friend who's a doctor and I was like, when all this came out, I was like, Oh, did you hear about this? And he was, and it's like $10,000. Right. And he's like, yeah, I have $250,000 in medical school debt. Like, <laughs> great. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Yeah. And like, he has all this debt. He also has high earning potential. So it's, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, there are people out there who chose not to go to school. And I think that their idea is, well, if you didn't want to have debt, then you should have 
you could have not gone to school, but then it's like, if everybody thought that, then we wouldn't have doctors. Right. Right. You wouldn't wouldn't have doctors. You wouldn't have nurses. You wouldn't have teachers. Like you wouldn't have anybody. And that's the, that's the problem, right? Is like, and that is where their privilege comes into play. Yeah. They're like, oh, well just don't. And it's like, well, you don't understand society can't function without it. And instead people. Right. And it's, and it's the, it's the neoliberalism of mm-hmm. our society right and this idea that like all of the blame is always posted or posted always placed on the individual versus the structure right it's like okay well sure, to sure. solve this crazy debt problem then you as an individual should take responsibility and not make these choices and it's like well how does society work if we don't make these choices and why are you trying to tear down the individual instead of tearing down the structure and yeah. reinventing how we do everything. And the fact that like higher education does cost an obscene amount of money yeah. and the growth, the just the growth uh, in how much college costs in the last 40 years is absolutely wild Scary. to me. Yeah. And like the fact that somebody could work part-time and pay for themselves to get through college in the eighties. And now we can't do that at all here Die. now. Right. No, there's no possible way that that is even like remotely a possibility. And so I think all of that goes into play too. And I think that nothing will change until, until the system changes. And that's the other thing that I think a lot of people I've heard this idea is like, okay, well, $10,000 is not enough debt relief, but they'll use it to push for more. And to be completely honest, I agree with your friend who is like minimums because like pay minimums only because if I stay in my field for the next 10 years paying the minimums, whatever I have left over will be forgiven because I work Mm -hmm. uh, for a public university. Well, that's the other thing too. I was thinking about when you were talking about your situation, you did get lucky and and given the amount of school that you have versus like your, your amount of school years to, yes. to debt ratio is not it's not normal mm-hmm. but you still have like a substantial amount of debt yeah um but you're and you are like making good money but your earning right now is not again right when you look at that ratio like mm-hmm. it doesn't add up for right. you to be able to pay off based off of the yes industry that you're in. Right. And they don't, they don't take into account anything else. They don't take into account the cost of living in the city that I'm currently in, which is quite high or, um, my other fees, like the fact that I couldn't afford to live for half the time I was in school. So I had to take out credit cards and put money on credit cards. And it's like, we'll just live within your means. It's like, we literally physically couldn't like there were months where I was putting groceries and gas on a credit card. I couldn't go anywhere without doing that. Mm-hmm. you know? And so it kind of just compiles. And so they're not really looking right at like what my actual take-home pay is after taxes, after I pay for the basic needs, you know? And like, there was one time I came home and I, I was sharing with my mom, um, what my like actual take-home will be after I pay the minimums, of like everything. And she's like, you can't live for a month on that. And I was like, well, that's the option that I have. Yeah. And it's like, I'm blessed uh-uh. in that I can get a second job that pays yeah. me decently well. And I can use that to pad. And I live with my fiance who also makes some like money. It's not amazing, but like it is another income. It's like and supplemental. We can, yeah. Right. It's totally helpful. And like, we can do that together as a team. Yeah. But like, if I was single, I could not live here. Like I am right now. There's yeah. no way. There's no way. So that's like, I have, I think that our society is biased towards couples and 
single people are getting screwed over left and right but yeah that's another yeah that's another we'll talk about that in the new year um <laughs> probably we, yeah we made it we have we have uh our year planned for the rest of 2023 but or 2022 but 2023 I'll add that to the list mm-hmm. add it to our content calendar um, i have heard a lot of um like back i was just thinking mm. okay oh my god let me gather my thoughts here yeah so months and months ago like earlier in the summer i was um I think that they had set it so that you would start paying back your loans in at the end of the summer or something. And I pushed it back to December or January or whatever. Um, and I was thinking a lot about like, okay, I need to start paying back my loan again. And um, Joe Biden was talking a lot about forgiving things. And I was like, is this actually going to happen? Like he keeps talking about it, but like, what is the likelihood? So I was kind of doing some research about it mm-hmm. and I don't have enough information to really talk about it here, but it is talked a lot about though, that him forgiving even beyond like right now it's 10 K, which isn't a lot. And that's like for a lot of people, a lot of people that we just talked about, that's not like life-changing for them. Right. For most people, it's probably not that life-changing. It helps like we'll take it, but so it could be more, but, um, I was listening to podcasts and kind of reading up on student debt forgiveness isn't solving the actual problem. And and as you mentioned, this is a like structural, like how we have set up the institution of education. And yes. that is the root of the problem. And the doing this is going to solve a certain percentage of the overall national debt average, but that average is going to, in like five years, it's going to be, be back to normal. Like it's yeah. not... <laughs> You know, like it's not changing. It's not changing the trajectory of our country in any way. Yeah. Just like us not paying our student debt hasn't changed the trajectory of the country in the last two and a half years. Yeah. So why are we doing it? Like, why? Why would I? Yeah. Right. What's the point? Like, so messed up. It is everything about this. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So there's that. Sign up for your emails. Do your yeah. stuff. We don't want to be, we don't want to be too much in your business, but I do want to make sure that you're taking control of your lives and that 10,000, even though it won't do much, it will help some of you, some of you, especially those of you who do have like right around that 10 K mark, that will feel really good. So it's going to help yeah. me. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Michaela, what burned what since burned? the last time we hung out? Do I go first? Sure. Do you have something juicy? No, mine's not juicy. I'll go second. Okay. So I'm going to France. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited. That's great. I have not done laundry in like the last three weeks. Oh God. And so I'm like packing and I also like long story short, I have like so much laundry I need to get done. And that's all I can think about right now. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we're almost done. I'll let you go I do hate some. It. <laughs> I do too. Uh, and at least you have it in your unit we have to go to the basement and every time i do laundry i hit my head on the ceiling so oh my gosh what sitcom is that i don't know is there a sitcom sitcom where Mm -hmm. the like dad walks down to the basement and there's like a pipe and every time every scene every scene he always hits his head i don't know there's like a laugh track um i'm googling it this is why we need a producer home improvement i think that's it 
probably it says it was tim hitting his head on the pipe um there's also a tv series that was in the 90s called unhappily ever after but i feel like the most popular ones is home improvement i don't know i think it's home improvement that sounds right that was like an unlocked memory that like i don't just popped into my head i've never seen home improvement um oh my gosh that was like my dad loved that show so i would watch it with my dad growing up cute Um, i've visited you we've talked about your apartment a thousand times and i'm just now learning that your washer dryer is in the basement yeah i didn't even think about that yeah and so we have to go well we have to go outside yeah okay that's so you have to go downstairs which honestly it's not that bad but like at least you don't have to walk anywhere my first apartment in salt lake i had to walk through the complex um yeah to get to the washer and dryer which is a bitch yeah Yeah, especially when it was like snowing (laughs) it was terrible so yeah this isn't as bad but it's definitely a lot of stairs which is great for my booty so you know just doing the stairs as i do but it makes you like not want to do laundry as much correct yeah and then there's more laundry to do like when before mom got here on thursday no friday we literally did five loads of laundry yeah because we also don't have like a huge washer dryer either so same that's gonna be yeah. me and i it also sucks. really need to wash my sheets because my sheets are mm. yeah thankfully i have a fiance who washes our sheets our sheets every single sunday it's awesome <laughs> that's as frequently as i've ever washed my sheets in my life it makes me feel this like a real adult the society is set up for couples i know i will say that like every time we talk she's like doing something for you mm-hmm. or like the story is she's she washes the sheets does she do the laundry like no well mm, not really um because I usually do it during the day when she's gone um so we used to when we first when we first lived together when we first lived together we had a hard time trying to figure out like who was doing what stuff yeah um but I also think truthfully like this is transparency hour now I truthfully think it was my OCD and my anxiety because now that I have been on medication and we've been living together more, it's a mixture of stuff, right? But like a huge part of that was that because now I think she has been like, for lack of a better word, like conditioned to like preface everything. She's like, okay, I'll pick that up when I get back or I'll do this tomorrow. Or I'll do this today. And I'm like, it's fine. Like, I don't even realize how bad it was, which tells me that it actually wasn't all actually who I am as a person because <laughs> mm-hmm. now it's been like three weeks and I'm like it's fine like I'm not as stressed about it uh-huh. I think okay. as That's I was good. before and I'm not as like intense right because I was like mm-hmm. very particular about where I wanted everything to go and like I still am that way to a certain extent but it was like unmanageable and my non-anxious brain was like you're being weird like stop it and I mm-hmm. I couldn't stop it. Like I couldn't. So yeah. Um that's gotten easier. Yeah, it's gotten easier. Good. And like, so we definitely managed it. I would say like I do most of the laundry and she will do the sheets and she does our no dry stuff a lot, which is like you just put it through the wash machine and then hang it up. Yeah. Um and then we kind of split on like dishes and stuff. The only thing that I really don't do these days is um cook dinner. <laughs> so she cooks dinner. We used to, when we first started dating or when, when she first moved to Salt Lake and we ate dinner together every night, it was more half and half, but then it very quickly after that became like, she would do two thirds and I would do one third. And then it became a hundred percent Al. So 
<laughs> yeah. We actually live together. And the thing is, it's because Al actually, it, it's not so much that she enjoys cooking, but like it helps her like calm down and like start her evening. And for me, mm-hmm. it's an added stress. Yeah. Like I don't actually like, if I only like cooking, if it's like, oh, today we are cooking and like we're baking cookies or we're doing this or that. And it's like a fun thing. Right. If it's right. a chore, I don't yeah. want to do it. Imagine that. I know. If it's a chore, you don't want to do it. I know. Hey, listen, you're making me sound like a terrible person. <laughs> you're not. You're not. No. But I mean, and we do, I mean, we split the dogs evenly. I mean, when she's at work, yeah. I take care of the dogs and like, that's fine. But like, I think it took us some time to get into a routine of things that we were both happy totally. with. Yeah. And now I feel like we're in a good spot. Good. So, I mean, I think she would think that too. I think she would say that she's also in a good spot. <laughs> um, You should ask. I know. Well, we talk, we talk <laughs> about it. Listen, we are <laughs> queer women in the same house. We talk about everything. Yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah. yeah, we talk a lot. So we debrief, we debrief <laughs> often. <that>. Okay. <laughs> It's like a queer woman thing. We debrief often. So yeah, Yeah, I think we're both we're both in this spot now where it's like we're good, I think, with with how things are. And like, and I hear here's the other thing I will say. Al's love language that she likes to receive is quality time and physical touch. Mm -hmm. And she knows that mine is words of affirmation, but like lately I think it's been shifting. And I don't know if it's because it's what I want or it's because she that's what she wants to give me and I'll just like take what I can get but I think I think the love language that she gives the most is acts of service I could totally see that yeah like I think that's just like how she shows love I'm the same way acts of service like giving to other people like and I don't like like necessarily mean to but when Mm -hmm. I was living with my ex I was very similar where like I worked from home and so and I had like a much more lax job than like my partner did and so I would do his laundry and Mm -hmm. I was like it's not a big deal like yeah for me to do it like Mm -hmm. and it helps you out and so like Mm -hmm. that's how I showed his love my love but Mm -hmm. like I'm not proud of that yeah (laughs) not that it's a bad thing at all no it just turned into like domestic things yeah (laughs) and I was like "Mm." (laughs) don't love that (laughs) Mm, yeah yeah I think I think that's an okay thing. And I mean, I also think like whatever works for you works for you. I think there's so much in society that like shames people for like doing too much or too little or like not having the same balance that everyone else has. And like, if it works, then it works. And that's all that matters. And like, yeah. So like last week I did like four loads of laundry and she did two and like we traded off with dishes and whatever. And it just like feels balanced. I think if it ever felt off balance, we would be the first people to talk about it, you know, cause we yeah. do, we, that is one thing. It's almost to a fault that we're good at. Like we talk about everything, Yeah, you know, which honestly has made us a better couple. Like That's we don't so hide, good. we don't hide anything. Yeah. Really. Um, and so, you know, I think if it ever comes a time where that becomes like too much, then I think we'll like talk about it. But she's definitely, I feel like an acts of service, like love shower. Uh And, and I like, my job is not physically taxing by any means, but it's like mentally taxing. Yeah. And I think Al actually has more of a lax job than she had last year, just because she has fewer students and everything like that. And so she's not as, she's not as overwhelmed and stressed when she gets home from work anymore either, which is nice. Um, so it's a balance and I think it will obviously we'll have ebbs and flows and so mm. we'll just keep 
keep going through it. Keep doing what you're doing. And you're going to be in that dating pool, finding yeah. a man. It's going to work mm-hmm. out. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy for you. I finished my whole drink. Look Good at me go. job. Crushing it. I'm close to being done. <laughs> it's really apple I was looking for fall drinks and like mm. all of the best ones are like whiskey because yeah. it just goes. Right. So with apples, I did see um today a apple Moscow mule, which also sounds kind of good. Stop. And so I was thinking maybe we could do that for like Halloween episode. Yeah, up. that'd be fun. Mine will be so. virgin because <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Whatever. You do not. Mm-hmm. She'll forget. She's going on vacation next week. She won't be here, so she won't remember. No, I'm going to get then two so weeks drunk. from today. I'm like in, actually in concerned Paris? about yeah. how drunk I'm going to get on that champagne tour. <laughs> and you're not going with anyone that you know? No. You need to. Well, I have your location. I'll track you. Okay. <laughs> well, I have yeah. your location. I'll make sure that you're not like in a ditch somewhere, hopefully. <laughs> what are you going to yeah. do if I am? <laughs> I don't know. Call the French. What's Call it called? Call the French police. No, well, there's like a. I learned it from like the Mary Kate and Ashley movies. What's their like nine one one? There's like a French Parliament thing that you call when like an international person is lost or something like that. I don't you know. learned this from Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah, yeah. So there was like a thing that you call and you're like, oh my gosh, this person needs this thing and they're lost and whatever. Don't worry, if you're lost, I'll come to Paris and I'll find you. You're like, guess I have to go to Paris. Yes, I have to go to Paris and pull Michaela out of a ditch. Yeah. Because she drank too much champagne. Oh, I'm pretty sure there is a flight from Chicago. So, won't take me there very is. long. Won't take me There's... very long. Yeah. And you're going by yourself the whole time or no? No. Um. So, I'm I'm flying out there on my own, but my boss is going to be with me for a couple, the first couple of days. And he's so chill. So, it's going to be really fun. Shut up. I can go for $969. That's actually so cheap. Yeah. It's going to be fun. We I'm can't wait to hear so about it when excited. you get back. I can't wait to tell you about it. I also hate the French. So this is going to be so interesting for me. I think this is where we say goodbye. We've been on here for a hot second. You never gave your burn. Ah, shit. Um, I picked a wedding dress quick. this weekend, but didn't buy it. So Okay, yeah, that is a burn. Stay but tuned. Like, not really. December. Not really. I picked a dress. I love it. It is the dress I'm going to buy. I'm just not going to buy it till December. Which is fine because, like, I would have had to order it and wait six months anyway. So I'm just, like, pretending that I did order it and it's just going to take eight months. Out? It won't. Okay. It, they're made to order. Okay. So I can get it whenever. So okay. they are, like, like they. that's why it takes six to seven months because they, like, make it when okay. you order it. I was just, like, thinking, like, what could go wrong? Yeah. Hopefully not. Well, that's good. That's, Hopefully no, not. sounds like you're right. The things will go wrong after the fact when I take it to a tailor and I ask for the additions that I want and hope to God they can do it. What's the like, I don't think we should talk about it because we're going to no. give things away. No, I will um, well, turn the recording off and then we can yeah. talk about it after. So, okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to say bye now, friends. Thank you for mm-hmm. listening to us ramble about nothing. And for the 10 minutes you let us talk about student debt relief, um, please go sign up for the emails. We love you and we want you to be wealthy, wealthy, wealthy and debt free. (laughs) If that's possible. Yeah. Okay. See you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye.